Alright kids, what's going on? It's Sunday. Sunday. And I'm setting up all the other platforms. Which reminds me I should do StreamYard right now. Okay. And um, go live. There is go live. All right, kitties. So this is um, the show before the show, and usually just Podbean listeners get to hear this. Uh, but I have so many platforms to set up that um, oh, it just popped off, popped up that I'm on the air till we get banned by YouTube. But whatever, again. And uh, I'm killing time because um, I'm going through my phone now because if you want to be bothered by people on your phone, just hit start show and... uh, What's up, Casimir? Casimiro, hello. Thank you. You're at work listening. Good. Okay. Very cool. Let me check the other chat rooms because I uh, am very naughty. I deserve a spanking for this. That should have happened last night, though. Um. Okay, sorry. I can distract. It, it's so distracting. I can't even explain it. Uh, let me. Uh, too much shit, man. It's just too much fucking shit. Sorry. Okay. So let's start Spreaker. We start a pod beam. We're going to start Spreaker. And we're going. Well, I got to pull up my intro song. Only one I have on here. Wherever that is. I don't is it under here? I don't know. Where is it? It could be. Nope. Movies and TV. You think I'd have this all in queue, but I am using a different computer. Computer. So give me a second, please. Where are you? Here, I'll just use a search, the uh, search box here. If it would work. Hello? Here you go. Intro. All right, here it is right here. And it might start. No, it's not going to start. Are you? No, don't start yet. No, 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 no. Fuck. Okay. All right, here we go. Starting Spreakerite now. I don't know. These people don't hear this bullshit part of the show. But that's okay. Here we go. Right on.
Get your greasy little face up next to the radio because it's time for America's favorite radio program, Animal Stories. And now here in person is the Animal Stories news team anchorman, I, your charming and delightful old Uncle Lair, and him in, in person, little Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Good morning, Uncle Lair. Good morning. Hi, everybody. Again, as the shadows of night fall graciously upon the major metropolitan city in the Midwest, the boy in the box to his eye. Cautiously enters Uala, and good evening, boogie checkers, and a good evening to you. Is this a functional unit? Once upon a time, the biggest names in rock were seen around the world in black t-shirts emblazoned with the name of a Chicago institution. A radio station. The loop. Home to gods of radio. Home to gods of radio. And gods of rock. While most stations played made bands, the loop made the bands that they played. It hacked its way through a jungle of mediocrity to a land as dangerous as it was exciting. The rest of the world first experienced this power in 1979 at the infamous Disco Demolition. <laughs> 90,000 Loop listeners showed up at a stadium built for 50, and Americans asked, What kind of radio station could influence untold thousands in such a way? And the answer? This kind. was born in the year of Star Wars, and in Chicago, it was the force that was with you when the force was with you. The mighty loop was as tall as Jordan, as strong as the fridge. In a world full of wannabes, the loop screamed. In a landscape crowded with emptiness and pockmarked with sameness, the loop kicked ass and took names and addresses and phone numbers. Then later, after the Stones interview, the loop ran home for a quick shower, then called one of those phone numbers to set up a private interview. Yes, that was a metaphor for the loop getting laid. Hello? Loop got laid a lot. The loop screamed with dangerous hosts, dangerous comedy, and dangerous music. As it grew, it made money. And more money. And little by little, an institution became an investment. A melting pot of genius became a few pages in an annual report. What the number crunchers couldn't grasp is that with some things, putting profits before all else ultimately leads to lower profits. They couldn't see that what made the loop huge in the first place wasn't cost-cutting or homogenizing. It wasn't consultants or research. It was talent, brilliance. It was magic. Don't 
All right, kitties, welcome to another exciting episode of the Fucked Up Original Red Pulse, y'all. That's not consistent in many levels. One of including my intros, which was a comment. I'm actually paying attention to the chat rooms. Remember, I switched computers because my Mac was giving me all kinds of technical shit and problems, so I had to go back to my Windows computer. So I'm going to have to transfer um, all of my intros from my Mac to my Windows machine. So please be patient with me. Top of that, I'm moving again. I'm going to all this shit, which is a good segue into this show to the people of Florida. And I think I've earned the right in many ways to comment on this or give my perspective for many reasons. I've lost everything. And I lived in Florida for 18 months. So does that make me an expert? No. <laughs> But it definitely gives me insight that people 
do not have until now. So anyway, welcome to the original Red Pill Show. Today's Sunday, where well, you should be in church, October 2nd, 2022. This show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk. This show is opinionated. The hosts, especially callers, I think I'll set up the um, Google, what the hell you call it? Chat voice? What is it? Google voice, I think. Telephone number. The people that are naughty in a chat room, guest hosts, whoever joins the show are and always will be opinionated. That's why we do it. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license of required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man, no, that's his name. Broadcasting live from the wonderful town, city, whatever state of loveland colorado which doesn't have any natural disasters what the hell's my password um except we're just right probably target number one all and up and down the i-25 corridor for putin for first strike nuclear warfare but other than that it's wonderful living in this state for the most part. Okay. So shit. What's my password? God damn it. You know, this password shit is ridiculous because you're the only one that can't remember it. And then it pops up. Oh no, you can't use that one because you used it before. Well, tough shit. It's my fucking password. Let me use what I want to use because I can't remember what the fucking password was. And then I come up with a new one and, uh, I forgot what the fuck it was. Uh, whatever. Okay. More technical difficulties. So I'm setting up. Where is it? Google. Is that called Google Voice? Where are you? How come it ain't on here? Come on, man. I know it's there. All right, let me do this. Google. Is it called Google Voice? I think it is. Google Voice. I haven't done this for so long. It's crazy. I don't even know the fucking phone number. Hang on. Wow. It's not an option in Google Mail anymore, apparently. Wait a minute. It's given me a new phone number? Oh, my God. How about 795? No. Can you give me more? Hmm. All right, I'll write this one down. 
0130. I don't know why it's doing this because I've already set one up. And I'm signed in. This makes no fucking sense. You need to verify your existing phone number. Oh, my God. What the fuck is my phone? Oh, okay. My phone number. The shit you have to do. Just for a stupid fucking podcast. Here we go. La, 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 la. Now it's texting me for verification. Whatever. Blankety blank. Two. God damn it. And it popped away. Come on. I have some complaints about the Google phone Android. It's way too fucking choppy and fast. It's ish. Well, I don't know. It's not seamless or smooth. Put it that way. There's no flow to it. And it's really pissing me off. Okay. You've been successfully linked to this. Nine seven zero seven nine five zero one three zero. Let's check that. So I don't hear. Timmy tried calling you and you didn't go through and fucking blah, 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 blah. Yes, dear. Hang on a second. Let me check it. Zero nine five, then seven nine five. Zero one three zero. That's all I need to hear is more of that. Okay. Ding a ling ling. My name's asshole. We go. And look at that. Hmm. Hello. Call from. My name's asshole. There you go. See, now you can say that. Press one. To send a voicemail, press two. Press one. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Hello? 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 See, it's working. It's working. Oh, yeah, listen to your show. It really sucks. Sucks. Bye. Bye. There you go. All right, so that's working. And I'll leave that open so people can call. Tim, did Scarlett send you a link that I told you last time? I don't know. Did she? I don't know. She's she been sending me a lot of shit, so I don't know. Can you be specific, please? I mean, she's been busting her fucking ass and staying up all night with this hurricane stuff, and um, she deserves a fucking award as far as I'm concerned, but whatever. Okay. So many distractions. Okay. Hello, people in the chat room. <gasps> I'm Spreaker. No, it's not Spreaker. It's Podbean. So let's check Spreaker. Nobody really ever comes into Spreaker. Okay, so I know there's a lot of people, like Casimiro just said, he is uh, listening at work. The This show is going to target the people of Florida. And I mean that in a nice way. I'm going to start my show here, okay? Finally, after what, 20 minutes? Holy shit. Feel free to comment, but don't expect me to respond in real time. I'll have to go back and scroll through, and I will open um, chat rooms as I go. Because it's so distracting. It's it's like you can't read and talk at the same time. 
that's the best way to explain it. So try that, but don't, I'm not saying read something and read out loud what you're reading. I'm saying read something and talk about something different. It's fucking impossible. So, uh, what is it? Unified TV, blah, 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 blah. An interview with Ray. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't think she sent me that. I mean, I'm going to get yelled at cause she probably did. I don't know. I will check it out though. So here, we'll put that up there for everybody to see. If you want to check it out, I will check it out. I've been really busy. I got nothing but excuses. And I'm in the process of moving for the 12th time since January of 20. Well, let's see, technically, well, yeah, April of 2016. And quite frankly, I'm getting sick of it. So, and on top of that, and then everything that's happened in Florida, in the hurricane, and uh, Ian, in the devastation and destruction, uh, which I did a podcast on before this thing hit and said, get the hell out of there. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a show from Scarlet here about it. And if she would like me to co-host, I would be more than happy. But for now, for now, So timing's everything, and I know I have been talking a lot about things that don't resonate with people. And usually, it's because they haven't gone through it or experienced it. Well, and trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm not... This is not, I told you so, this is not that, this isn't, I know more than you or better than you and this. I cannot tell you, now the people in Florida, hopefully this gets to them because they're probably sitting in a hotel or don't have shelter over their heads or whatever. They've lost everything. Can you comprehend that? Within pretty much of a blink of an eye or within a matter of few, a few days or hours, you're forced to leave your home, your possessions, everything you have. And the next day, it's all fucking gone. Can you comprehend that without going through it? I don't see how you could. I can't tell you in specific terms or words how that feels. How do you put emotions and feelings into words? Having that feeling, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to share my story, which should relate to your story. Try busting your fucking ass all your life. 
And for some reason beyond your control or power, you lose it all. And there's no way to get that back for a lot of reasons, mostly probably because of time. But since time travel's real, I guess we can just get our friend Chris back on and figure that shit out and go back in time and start all over again. But but most of us don't have that privilege. And of course, I'm being sarcastic, but when you're sitting wherever you are right now and you're trying to absorb this, like what the, it's denial. It's very normal. It's very normal. Denial. What, and what the fuck just happened? And I know, first of all, like him or not, Governor DeSantis, in my opinion, has done a wonderful job. I really think he cares about his people. And I'm going to put a little jab and verbiage in here that uh, he's getting shit for the human trafficking and getting the uh, illegal immigrants out of his state. Well, you know what? You can say what you want. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard commentators go, oh, well, this is what he gets for for uh, human trafficking and whatever the fuck they said. How about this? How about he saved their fucking life? Okay. I mean, <laughs> your entire state has been devastated by a category five hurricane. And it's your responsibility to keep your people safe. And then of course, search and rescue and then recovery. I mean, give the guy a fucking break. Okay. I, I think he is doing a fantastic leadership job. I'm just, that's all I'm going to say about DeSantis. So you're in good hands. And quite honestly, in all the States that I've lived, I would not want to be in anybody else's hands figuring this out. He's already threatened the insurance companies. Don't take your time paying out losses. Okay. That's a whole that's a whole different thing. I'm not going to get into insurance companies because I've heard a lot of things and what's going on with this hurricane. I don't want to elaborate on that. I, I want to get, I want you to get inside my head, inside your head to deal with this stuff. But there again lies in, well, you know, only 20% of people had flood insurance. Most likely because it's so fucking expensive. But for the ones that do, are you going to get paid? I, the stuff, the stuff that goes through your head when something catastrophic and tragic happens to this, you lost everything you own, except maybe your car vehicle that got you out of there. So I guess you got one thing and you still have your family and hopefully your pets and everything else. So you really didn't lose every single thing, but you lost enough and you're sitting there like, here we go. Like the denial stuff. Cause I got distracted with governor DeSantis in there. 
I got to defend them. Sorry. I just do. And there I get distracted again. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, what? Why? What happened to me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? And then I've heard this, and I'm not saying this. I mean, I feel for you like you do not even understand. Because you're on your own. It's like, you lost all your shit, man. What do I do? And then you're going to hear from people like I did. I'm using me again now. Oh, well, it's your fault because uh, blankety, blankety, blank. Oh, really? It's my fault. Oh, it's my fault. Busting my ass, believing the fairy tale of get married, have kids, uh, work at the same place until you die, get retirement and live happily ever after. That's my fucking fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's your fault because you're the one that decided to live in Florida. <laughs> Whoa. Really? So you're going to hear shit like that. Trust me. Which does not help you in your grieving process and dealing with what you need to deal with at all. Doesn't help. Thank you very much. Do you understand? I lost everything that I've worked my entire life for. And you're telling me it's my fault. Cause I live in fucking Florida. <laughs> okay. So I guess I got one less friend or family member, whoever's saying those mean, horrible things to you. So you're sitting there going again, what just happened when, when I got divorced and I lost everything and whatever, and I moved from my first, well, from my home, my first move into a shithole rental mobile home. And the only thing that she left me with was my dog, one dog. And I'm in this strange place with my dog, no family, no family around, no wife around in an unfamiliar shithole place. And I'm walking in circles. Like, where am I? What I, I'm trying to adapt to this immediate change of my life from a person willfully destroying me and taking all my shit due to bullshit family law and a decree and a court order, okay? Your situation is a natural disaster. It doesn't matter how you lost your stuff. What matters is you lost your stuff, regardless of how. So I move into this place. Don't even have a washer and dryer. In a shithole fucking mobile home. No offense to anybody. I started in mobile homes. And then I ended up in mobile homes after this stuff. 
and I bought a mobile home. It's not the point. The point is the drastic change in your livelihood, in your lifestyle, in a lifetime of hard work or five years, 10 years, 20 years for me at that time, over 30 years. All fucking gone by the willful intent of a person that wanted to destroy me. Okay. So enough about that shit. Unfortunately, you got destroyed by Ian. The most powerful hurricane in recorded history of weather in the planet. And when I lost everything and I was in surrounding, I wasn't familiar with, and it definitely wasn't my will or my choice to move back to a shit old fucking mobile home at 52 years old. I was walking in circles. I was walking outside. I'm like, where is everybody? Where's Kim? Where's Rocky? Where's, where's my fucking neighborhood? Where's my neighborhood that I walk out to and I'm familiar with? Where am I? And that's when I started experiencing anxiety, which I thought was horseshit. Boy, was I wrong. And I couldn't think and everything was flustered in it. In it. And believe me, I can handle and have handled a lot in my life. But this was too much. This, this cracked my stressor mentally. So I'm just trying to absorb all this stuff and it was all denial. And it's like, or like, it was denial and it was unacceptance. In denial as far as, oh, this didn't happen. I mean, this is, this is not happening. Is it? Yeah, you bet your ass it is. And it's something, again, I wish on nobody. I don't, and I don't want any empathy or compassion or all that kind of crap. Because you know what? I didn't get it. And neither are you. I mean, you you may. But I'm talking about from people that you think you should have gotten it from. Or get it from. You're going to be very surprised and hurt, unfortunately. Not to put gas on the fire. But that's why I'm here sharing this. It was just so real in disbelief that it was like, this is a fucking nightmare. What? I had plenty of friends and associates and this and that when I was making $350,000 a year and had three cars and five motorcycles and two snowmobiles and a boat and two houses and all this fucking shit. But not anymore. So what I had to do is I had to accept what was happening to me and it took, it took sometimes I still don't accept it or believe it for that matter my story's different there's betrayal there's just all kinds of stuff um 
but yours is not your yours is way out of your control. I was out of my control too. Like I said, somebody was said to me, well, that happened to you because you got married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I mean, trust me, there's, there's accountability on my end and I take it. But if the accountability on your part for you for losing everything you have is, well, you decided to live in Florida. <laughs> you know how ridiculous that sounds? And is totally inaccurate. So one thing really quick that just popped into my head. To deal with loss. So if you're if you're sitting waiting, and I assume you are, regardless of where you're at, trying to find out what's going to eventually happen. There's a book called It's Okay That You're Not Okay. Read it. I'm going to kind of be a dick here because I, I got to permeate all your defenses, which the biggest one, well, after the denial is going to be the anger. You're going to be fucking pissed, especially when you hear, well, the insurance companies allegedly are paying off or isn't or fucking whatever. And you're, you're going to hear a bunch of horse shit. So. But you got a guy in your corner because DeSantis already said, don't do that. <laughs> so, uh, but I have to permeate or penetrate your defenses, which is denial right now. Then it's going to be anger. Then it's going to be acceptance. But for you to get back on track as fast as you can mentally, read this fucking book sorry i'm not gonna be lovey-dovey oh and I, and I do feel for you i'm not that's not the point but this is not the point or the time to be lovey-dovey kissy face okay you know whatever i mean you need a lot of consoling and empathy and sympathy but that's not the purpose of this show there's nothing i can do to comfort you I'm not there. And if I was, I would. I am human. And you're going to need a lot of that. But from the people that are around you. But. For me to wake you up and get you out of this. Nightmare and accept it. I have to be direct. And forward. So, number one, <laughs> download the book off the Kindle app. It's okay that you're not okay. Okay? That's it for that. And there'll be more. Because I'm doing this progressively and chronologically by memory with me. Because I'm like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what... I should do as far as a show for these people in Florida. And all I can do is relate to you because I've been through losing everything. And I've said it a million fucking times. And I don't really think it resonates with people until it happens to you.
just like everything. And that's normal. I don't judge people for it or whatever. I'm just a little disappointed sometimes. But uh, quite honestly, if I heard it and I didn't go through it, I wouldn't pay attention either. So, But this is different now. You're sitting there without a pot to piss in. Join the club. It's not a fun one. Or a window to throw it out of, which <laughs> I heard that from Scarlett. Yeah, you, you, you have been utterly destroyed. Welcome to the party. One that I hope does not have a lot of members. And the one thing that I heard and kept hearing, oh, Tim, it'll get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. It's like, fuck, it got fucking worse before it got better. On top of losing everything, and this isn't a contest. It's not. This isn't, oh, you think you had a bad listen to my story. I'm just trying to relate to you. Because you lost a bunch of crap. Okay? It's crap. It's Physical stuff that can be replaced, okay? I know that kind of probably sounds mean. And I'm not talking about losing loved ones or pets or nothing. I'm talking about physical, materialistic crap, okay? It can be replaced. The point is, you're alive. You're safe. And it's going to be okay. Oh, give me a give me a minute. Oh, I gotta quit making this about me so much, but oh, fuck. Oh, okay. So if I, I'll try to talk my way out of this or myself out of this, but if I had somebody say that to me, that would have been worth all the weight in gold. Uh, but people, people just back off and they, they alienate you because they want no part of your pain and misery and, uh, it scares people, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but on top of all the physical crap, sorry about that. Um, you'll get it back. You get you you'll get it back. Um, it's just stuff, and and on top of all that stuff, 
that I lost, like you, I lost my family. I lost my pets. I lost my business. I lost my ability of my income for my livelihood, um, which you probably have not. Um, so I get it. I get it. And I guess what I should get into is how did I get out of that or from that to now, which I'm still rebuilding and, and recovering, I guess I should say. Uh, number one is talking about it. You could do a stupid fucking podcast like this and talk about, <laughs> talk about it. I mean, I'm sure people would love to hear from you and how you um, persevered and overcame something like this because it's not our first hurricane or natural disaster and it sure as the fuck ain't gonna be our last so you can talk about it oh well that's private and i don't want everybody to know well it's not really fucking private when it's on the news and everything else and see people's coming back to where they live and they're bawling their eyes out because they lost every fucking thing they had so um it's not so private anymore and it's not the point the point is that you're helping other people uh get through something that you you went through and if you don't share that uh you're just an asshole so sorry it's your obligation to share it and help people um or i would question your question your ability to be a good human and that's why i do this so it's going to take time time it's going to take time it's going to take a lot of soul searching you're going to find out who you are as a person this stuff turns people to the dark side <laughs> trust me with the risk of sounding like Star Wars. You're either going to turn out to be a more powerful, strong, good human, or you're going to turn into Darth Vader. It's up to you. Because there's plenty of blame to go around. Pl plenty of anger to go around. Plenty of resentments to go around. But what are you going to do? Go kick the fucking hurricane's ass? That thing's gone, man. You gonna blame other people? Well, I told you we shouldn't move down here in the southwest corner in Sanibel and fucking all that shit. We should have moved up, you know, by St. Augustine. I, you can rationalize and blame everybody else for your decisions. I wouldn't do that. But you will. It's just a natural process. So for me to, to uh, break out of the anxiety crap and finally accept what was going on with me, I pretty much made a task to-do list, which definitely minimized my anxiety. And to this day, I barely have anxiety situations. Because I take them and I go, okay, what's what's bothering you, Tim? Well, this. Okay, well, what are you going to do? I'm going to do that. Next, 
Okay, what's bothering you? This. I got to do that. Okay, next. Tax or a task oriented checklist. I do it mentally. Write it down. Put it into the real world. Because if it's not written down on paper in physical form, it's not in the real world. Write it down. And do it and put a checklist next to it. It doesn't matter what the results are, because I'm going to promise you they're not going to be what you want. Write them down. Do what you got to do. Take action. Check. Done. Next. Next. And I'm going to promise you there's probably going to be a hundred of them, but you can't realize that because it's way too mind-boggling right now. The human mind can only handle so much especially in things like this task list check 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 insurance company see if i can move in with somebody you're gonna find out who your friends and your family truly are i'm gonna tell you that shit right now um and with baby steps and progression it will get better and hopefully hopefully within and this is very very short optimistic time frame six months but more likely a year you're going to get your life back Whether you stay in Florida or you say, fuck this, I ain't doing this again. Kind of like me getting married again. Fuck that. I ain't. That's what destroyed me. My divorce destroyed me, not my marriage. Florida didn't destroy you. A hurricane did. You're going to have to make those decisions and determinations. But I, I think I think in a year, to give you a little hope, which seems like, holy fuck, a year? I'm going on seven years, man. And I still don't have my life back. Uh, I'll take a year to be optimistic and give you some hope. That would have loved that. A year would have been, <laughs> fuck, that would have been wonderful. And then you'll start to get your life back and you can rebuild. I'm still waiting. Um, probably just like me, monetary issues are a problem. Money's a problem. If it was me, I'm not giving you advice because I got to be really careful of this crap. If it was me, I would immediately open up a Bitcoin wallet account. For a few reasons. Number one, you can't trust anybody right now. And all these quote unquote people with good intent to help you, whomever they are. For some reason, that money or all of it doesn't get to the people that need it. Whereas with Bitcoin, if you have a Bitcoin wallet and you put up your receive QR code like I do on all my podcasts, that's what that is. People can send you money as quickly as a fucking text message. And there's total anonymity. 
because all you're going to see is a Bitcoin address. So here's why I say this, because if people that for some reason want to keep their anonymity for good reasons or protection or whatever their reasons are, you know, like if I donated a million dollars, like, oh, Mr. Parsons, I hear you donated a million dollars to these people. How come you don't give it to starving people or sex trafficking people? Or why, why are you just doing it to hurricane victims? It's like, you know what? Fuck off. Okay. So this, this is the thing that is great about Bitcoin. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. And there's plenty of tutorials on, um, YouTube on how to do it, but don't let somebody do it for you. You need to do it because it's as easy and great as it is. It's just as easy to get fucked. And that's the last thing you're going to need in the situation that you're in now. That's all I can tell you. And on top of that, here's book number two. Again, read the Bitcoin standard. Everything you've heard about Bitcoin, throw it in the garbage, delete it out of your head, out of your memory banks. Now is the time for you to learn about and utilize the power of Bitcoin. Okay. Does that make sense? So if I, if you had a QR code, Bitcoin receive on your Facebook page or uh, you know, wh wherever the fuck else you'd have it. Okay. Just social media. You need help. Please send me Bitcoin. I would scan your QR code with my phone and I would send you Bitcoin and you wouldn't even fucking know who it came from. What's wrong with that? Instead of sending it to well, put it this way. Instead of not directly sending it to you, it'd have to be sent to somebody else. And then they would decide. Well, I've even heard stories. They will even decide if you get any of it. Or all of it, which is the intention. This is a time to make a positive out of a negative. You, you just got handed a bunch of lemons. You better make some fucking lemonade. Okay. And I've done that. So I'm not talking out of my ass here. I mean, I didn't do the Bitcoin thing because, uh, you know, I, I, it, here, put it this way. Cause I want to sound like an asshole, which I probably do. But this was a personal thing for me that, I didn't want any handouts in, okay? Your situation's different. I mean, you're marooned. You're stranded. You're um, you're stuck temporarily. I wasn't. And I've always learned to figure it out and work my way out of it. You can't do that. So maybe I would have thought of this if I were you. I don't know, but you really can't think right now. <laughs> Just. I know that. Trust me. That's the last thing. Because you're just trying to to deal with the feelings and of of your situation. 
But if I were you and it was me, that's what I would do. You might not get a dime. You might get, I don't even know. I mean, there's some really heartfelt people out there that want to give back and are very successful. But they don't want to do it because it'll come back on them. It's like, oh, why'd you help that person? Why, why, you know, why did you help me? How about helping me? You know, it's not public information. It's total anonymity. And you'll be like, holy shit. I just got $10,000 in Bitcoin. And of course, you're going to want to know, but you're not going to know. So you need to understand that. I am sure there are plenty of people that want to help, but they can't because of the negative repercussions of people. Well, you have time. How can you help me? Fuck off. I'm not, uh, fuck it. I'm not helping anybody. Because you can't make everybody happy. But with Bitcoin, the intent of the act will happen with total anonymity. So that's all I can say. I, I'd get I would get a Bitcoin wallet, get that fucking QR code, receive, receive QR code. put it on all my social media and see what happens uh, and it, it, it'll all work out it, it will I mean it it will it's just very hard to see that um, but you need um, people around you I didn't have Anybody, pretty much. I was left for dead, literally. Um, friends that I thought were friends weren't friends, and their actions spoke volumes. That That's probably going to be the hardest thing for you to... to and I really wouldn't give it any energy. <laughs> I, because here's how I look at things now. Instead of like, oh my God, why are you saying these mean things to me? Or why didn't you offer me help? Because I'm a type of person that don't ask for help. And if people want to help me, they're going to offer. Okay? Don't be surprised nobody's going to offer to help you. If you do, you know who your friends and family truly are. And you are blessed. But here's how I look at it. Like, well, geez, nobody fucking cared nobody's like boy Tim I'm real sorry you know all the things that people say to reach out to you to make sure that you're okay and you know they're there for you that hurt that fucking hurt real bad and I think some people took glory in seeing my demise and that hurt too and it still hurts to this day but I have a different perspective on this so the people that are doing that and acting like that and only want to be your fair-weathered friends and family who will naturally be weeded out 
are pushing you higher. Like, for instance, if I if I asked out a woman, it's like, oh, well, you know, I have a boyfriend or I'm just no, you know, which I don't do a lot. Instead of getting upset, like, well, what's wrong with me? And this and that, it's like, oh, OK, you're just pushing me to find my soulmate. Or people that don't want to help you, you're just weeding out the bad people in your life. And opening the door for the good people to come through that door. And that I can tell you is true. Equity, blood, relation does not matter. A lesson that is very hard to learn. Don't take it personally. Which is very hard to do. Because I did. And I still do to this point. I mean, if I lost some of my, my good friends now, I would be hurt, but I'd get over it and go, okay, you're just pushing me even higher and higher. And yeah, you, you, I thought were a wonderful person and had good intentions for me and reciprocity. Um, but I guess not. So you're just going to give me a higher caliber person in my life to replace you. And that is true for me, but the circle will get smaller and smaller and smaller. And one day it might be so small that there's one person in it, but wouldn't you have, wouldn't you rather have that one person than a thousand that don't give two flying fucks about you and will abandon you because you've been destroyed by a hurricane or divorce or business failure, or all the above, or whatever? I would. I'll take that one person over thousands. But all I can say is this. I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know who you are. I don't know your beliefs. I'll bet you one thing, though. There's no atheists in foxholes, which is a very true statement. You're going to look inward. The answers lie within. And then they lie within God or your higher power or your beliefs. Pick up the Bible. Pick up the Quran. Pick. I don't give a flying fuck what your belief is, but pick up something and lean on your higher power. Turn it over to God. Pray. This will be one of the hardest battles that you will ever fight and you will feel alone, but you're not alone. You got you and you got God or your higher power and never give up. Have perseverance. Do not give up. Don't take the easy way out, whatever that means. Don't give up. I've heard stories and read them like the CFO of Bed Bath & Beyond threw himself off of a building because the company was not in good shape. I don't know, whatever. I didn't read too much. But once, once I see that somebody takes their own life because of possessions and financial stuff, I'm like, what are you, fucking nuts? What the hell is wrong with you? You can get that stuff back. It makes more sense to me when people 
have chemical addiction and soul and just, I don't even want to get into that, but they literally lose themselves. The most precious asset you have is you. And when you lose yourself, I could see, I'm not justifying, I'm not saying it's right, but I could see why people would just give up. But you're not in that position or even close to it. This is all optical, physical, monetary crap. You have you and that's all you need. How did you get all this stuff originally that you just lost? You. Do you still have you? Of course you do. You need to retain you. Because you, if you want, can get all this crap back. But your most prized sacred possession is you. Don't lose you. And believe me, (laughs) I almost did a few times. I didn't think about killing myself, but I'm like, I definitely thought about giving up. I'm like, what the fuck is... You mean to tell me I'm going to do all this again? And then have the wrong person and people in my life and lose it all over again? Fuck you. But this time, I got everything that I had because of me. Okay, now I'm not saying narcissistic things here. I'm saying the truth. I made the decisions to do what I did, and I had, at the time, the right people around me, like my wife, to accomplish the things that I did. I could not have done it without her. However, she was the one that destroyed me. But I am the one with my talents and my goals and my dreams to have a business I am the reason why that happened, not her. Because I have me. You have you. Focus on you. You can get, if you want all that shit back, you can get it tenfold. You just have to be careful, in my case, not your case. I mean, you can't repeat your mistakes. Failure, this is about failure. Failure is the biggest, hardest, most important lesson to learn. People think it's success. And to a degree it is. The book, here's book number three, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. That's another book for you. People think, and that's what we're taught, Well, you're only going to be happy when you're ultimately successful. Okay, define successful. And successful, like buying a house in Florida, having a great thing, having a wonderful beachfront property, having a fucking Mercedes Benz, all this fucking crap. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Because I knew what to do. But when failure comes, oh, well. 
maybe living on the beachfront wasn't a great idea. Maybe living in Florida wasn't a great idea. Maybe not having flood insurance wasn't a great idea. Failure is the other side of the coin of life where the other side of the coin is success. So you have success and you have failure. Success teaches you how to do things. Failure, failure teaches you what not to do. But you only learn that lesson by doing it on the success side and it flips over to the failure side. Unfortunately, there is no positive reassurance or higher net worth by learning lessons on the failure side of the coin. Unfortunately, some people, God bless them, never see the failure side of a coin of life, the coin of life. They only see success and God bless them. Good for them. That's fucking awesome. I can assure you though, if you have the success side of the coin of life and the failure side of the coin of life, you are going to be a much more successful person, whatever the fuck that means. But it's a very costly lesson. Success doesn't cost you anything but hard work. Failure, the price is everything. That's a very steep price to pay to learn something. And it sure is fucking as much fun as the success side. But it will teach you what not to do. So if you have the success side of the coin of life of what to do, and of course you make mistakes on the success side, and you it's like, oh shit, can't do that again. But once you're on the failure side side of the coin, there's nothing that's gonna stop that. Um all you're taught is what not to do, what not to do, what not to do, what not to do. And it just adds up and adds up and adds up until you lose everything because the momentum is just too great. I guess it'd be an analogy to pushing a rock up a hill. At least you could take a rest and stop or a boulder, whatever. And you could take stops and breaks and this and that. But you finally push that boulder to the top of the hill. That's the success side. Now the boulder is going to come downhill. And I can promise you, you might try to stop it and can stop it a few times. But. The energy and the momentum's too great. Once that fucking boulder starts rolling, you ain't gonna stop it till it hits the bottom. And that's failure. And one could say, Well, I'll just never push the fucking boulder up the mountain again. <laughs> well, yeah. Or you could just try to stay on top of the mountain, but analogy to that is that's king of the hill. And when you're on top of the mountain and you do push that boulder up there, believe me, people are going to want to push it down or they'll want to, they'll want to be king of the hill. But once that thing starts coming down, you're not stopping it. So you've learned that whole process. And that's where you're at right now. You're, you're in the failure, what not to do. 
I would definitely, and not out of fear or consequences, but it's like, well, I did that and look what happened. You know, I lost everything. So you're going to have to look and see where you made those mistakes that you won't repeat them. And I can promise you that you won't. Trust me on that one. And then there'll be time to reflect and rebuild and you look at the right things that you did because you have the success side. You just didn't get that shit by happenstance unless it was inheritance or, or the lottery or something like that. I'm just talking about us peasants, humans that have to bust their ass for a living. You already did it because you had you and you have that. Nobody can take that from you. But you better learn the failure side. And trust me, when you lose everything, you will. I have no doubt. But it's going to take time. And be patient. It'll all come in time that you'll get everything back if that's what you desire. Uh, For me, I don't want really any of that crap anymore. Because I've learned a very hard lesson through all this and the one thing that means more to me than anything is freedom i am not financially tied anchored bound to a house payment property taxes um marriage although you know that's kind of i only say that because the marriage is the success side in the divorce is the failure side. So I really have to be objective and go, well, do I really want to go through the failure side of a divorce again? And the way to avoid that is not getting married. So I I just have to look at that. I just have to, because the cost was too dear. I think marriage is great. I think it's very sacred. I think it's awesome. There's nothing more powerful. But there's also nothing more powerful than a divorce destroying you. So I I have to objectively look at that. But the point of it is I have nothing anchoring me here. I can pack up my shit and fucking leave and say, see you later. So I don't want a house payment, property taxes. Because I'm anchored. I can't go homeowners associations. I know. I understand you're paying that. Even if you rent, I get that. Not the point. The point is I don't need to stay here or I don't need to absorb if, and when the market crashes. And I sit there like I did with my second house in Las Vegas back in 2008, 2009, go from $300,000 to $99,000. Cause there ain't a fucking thing you can do about that. Whereas if I'm a runner, Hey, that's good for me because now rent's going to go down. But the point of it is I'm not tied, bound, anchored to property taxes and a mortgage and a house that we're all taught always goes up in value, loses 66% of its value. And I'm fucking stuck. And I say that to people like, holy shit, you're paying that for rent. Well, not anymore because I'm moving here real soon. Actually, 
process thereof. And I would have said the same thing. Oh, rent, you know, that's wasting money. That's throwing money down the toilet. Um, no, that's the cost of freedom. From learning my lessons on the failure side. On a success side, yeah, you're right. Yep, I wouldn't have been able to start my business without my first house, and I cashed the equity out and started my own business. Uh, made some money on some other houses. I owned it. I could probably say it was mine, although it wasn't. Um, there was no doubt at one point in time, it, de it definitely was on the asset side of my balance sheet and it increased my net worth. Um, but at this point now, from this perspective on the failure side, I don't think so. Um, and learning everything from the 2008 meltdown and bubbles and everything else. So I, all I can say is this, what you're going through now, you're going to have a different perspective and you're going to learn something that you could not put a price tag on because it costs you everything. And you will not make those mistakes again. If there's anything positive about this, it's that. Trust me, you won't repeat your mistakes. And if you do, then that's the definition of insanity and you better get your fucking ass to some professional help and figure out what your problem is. But I don't think you will. So if that if that helps in any way shape or form, great. That's great. Mission accomplished. Uh, again, you're not going to hear this. I don't think you're going to hear this anywhere else. I would have paid a million fucking dollars to hear something like this when I was going through my stuff, but it's not out there. And you can go to a therapist and I'm not saying don't, but you can, and they're not going to, unless they've gone through it, they're not going to relate. They're just going to use their education and training to tell you what they think you need to hear, which nine times out of 10 is fucking horseshit. No disrespect. <laughs> you just need to hang on. And I guess what I wanted to get through to you is to get through to you. You have you. And this just popped into my head too. And then I'm going to check the chat rooms. So I've been doing yoga on and off for a while. And I finally uh, went to classes when I moved back. Well, I did it on the beach in Florida, which was fucking awesome. Every Sunday morning. Beautiful. Unbelievable. Anyway. And then when I came here to Colorado, I joined my health club and uh, my gym. And uh, they have yoga classes. And on the wall was this. I don't know what it was. I, I could. I know it was a flower. But it wasn't painted like a pretty flower. It was just black and white. And I'm like, I asked the yogi, the instructor, I go, what is that? They go, that's a um, lotus flower. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Well, it's this, that, and all this kind of crap. Look it up. And everything else. And for every different yogi that I had, which was three, because I was doing yoga three times a week, 
they all had their different perspectives on what it was. Uh, the ones that are trained and believe in the Eastern philosophy of yoga teachings know mo the more the most about it, its origination, what it stands for. Essentially, it's this. The lotus flower, look it up on the internet, look at pictures, do your homework. The lotus flower is one of the most beautiful or arguably um, the most beautiful flower in the planet. The lotus flower starts and grows and blooms from a swamp. So the lotus flower is has a lot of meanings depending on who you talk to or what you think it is. But it's reborn, a new beginning, uh, no matter what your surroundings are. I mean, it can't get much sweetier than this. It can't get much worse or shittier than a stinky fucking swamp, right? And here comes the most beautiful flower that you're ever going to see in your fucking life. That's you. No matter your surroundings, no matter where you are, no matter the obstacles, no matter what is happening around you, you are you and it's up to you to blossom and bloom and be the most successful, happy, beautiful person that you can be. That's you. So that's that. That's enough of this. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> Fucking... Um, this is some deep stuff again, and the timing was right to bring it up. Um, you have you, and that's all you need. That's all you ever needed. And this is no different whether you're sitting on the beach with your fucking martini um, or you're holed up in a hotel because everything's destroyed. You are still you. It doesn't matter where you are. Don't forget that. Yeah, it's going to rain. It's going to storm. You're going to get shit thrown on you. You know, a fucking alligator is going to probably try to eat you if you're a lotus flower or whatever's going to hit a snake, wrap itself around you, but you're still going to survive. So it's all temporary. Just don't forget that. Just adapt, learn, grow, and never give up. That's all I can tell you. So I'm going to check the chat rooms and get the hell out of here. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Da, 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 da. Bunch of people in here. The only crazy lady. You need to do my reading for me still. Sound Osman. Dude, I've heard South Osman. Dude, I've heard of you. Somebody brought you up in your podcast. I can't remember where, but I have heard of you. So that's really cool. Uh, a lot of other people seeker with a bunch of fucking eyeballs. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for joining the show guys. So hopefully you're not in Florida. Uh, you know, if you do have somebody in Florida and they're going through this shit, just tell them it's in the, in the book. It's okay. You're not okay. The best thing somebody can hear when they're going through fucking grief and loss is just say, I just want you to know that I'm here. That's it. Not, oh, sorry for your loss. And oh my God, I'm glad I don't live in Florida like you and all this stuff that is so hurtful, but it's not intended that way. But trust me, people try to say things that are reassuring and helpful and kind, and it's nothing of the kind. 
when this woman lost her husband that, that who was a therapist, by the way, <laughs> that, that um, counseled people going through grief till she learned when she went through it, it was all a bunch of crack of shit. And people would come up to her after she found her husband dead when she came home from work, from working out on an exercise machine, cardiac arrest. She shares all this in the book. People would come up to her after her husband passed away and, oh, well, you guys were married for 20 years, so just be thankful that you, you were married that long. It's like, what the fuck, really? Oh, you had a beautiful house on the beach, and geez, I never would have got that, so at least appreciate that. How about go fuck yourself? The, the, the nicest thing you can say to anybody is, I just want you to know that I'm here. And I can't tell you the reassurance that that, you know, if I heard that, you know, that's all I need to hear. And that's all anyone needs to hear and be there for them. So that's all I can tell you. What else? Oh, no. Let me check out some other shit here. People in StreamYard. All right. So let's see here. Ba da 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 da. Casmiro, Pamela, all the usual cast of characters. Total Vagabonds. What's up? Yeah, right. Total Vagabonds. You would know. You're adapting. Look at the shit you've done. Because you got you. So, right? Right? Fuck everybody else. I mean, I'm not saying literally fuck everybody else, but just saying fuck, fuck all the outer pressures and the things that happen. It's, I hate hear, hated hearing this. Oh, that's life. But it is, it is though. It's cliche, but it's true. But it's not really... It's unsensitive, but it is true. We all have to adapt and deal with it, but you got you. And that's all I can tell you after me going through all this fucking crap. You got you, and that's all that matters. Don't lose you, because that's your most precious asset that cannot be replaced. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay, absolutely nobody in the Spreaker <laughs> fucking chat room. I don't know what's up with that, but that's okay. Maybe it's people that just want to listen so that's it. That's the show. Time to say anything. If you want, I'm going to end it. That's an hour and a half. Um, speaking of dealing with life challenges, so I got to get the hell out of here and start moving more crap. Um, cause I'm just, I refuse to pay 850 or I wish 850 bucks, $1,850 and even more sometimes because of this horseshit public utility charge. It's like, what? So anyway, um, yeah, I got to do what I got to do uh, because I'm resourceful enough to make a change um, and just keep going down the road, man. Don't look back. I mean, just just keep going. Don't stop. Don't let things. Um, if you can, if you can't climb over it, go around it, go underneath it. Uh, but don't let anything stop you, man. I mean, you have the right. to peace and happiness and don't let anything, including a fucking hurricane or anyone get in that way. Just don't fuck it. Don't do it. Even if you got to go it alone. So that's it. Life is hard, but beautiful. Enjoy every day. Life is a gift. Yeah, that's true. You will own nothing and be happy. Yeah. And you shall eat the bugs and I don't care what, uh, the Reginald Ed Piljoy is full of shit. Yeah, well, you're getting into power in my, uh, what is it? Uh, 
I want to say maniacal, but that's not the right word. Maniacs, maniacal, maniacs, sociopaths, fucking fuck them. Don't even let them stop you. They can go to hell. So um, they're just power hungry, very cowardly people. If they put half the energy into helping people on this planet and fixing things than they did on destroying and retaining power, this would be fucking paradise. They can fuck off. I don't care who they are. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, don't get me started on a rant. I wanted this to end on a nice note. <laughs> on a nice note. So, um, so there you go. So, if it helps one person, one person, this was worth it. I'm just sharing what I've been through. I don't have answers. I don't know everything, and I hope it doesn't come across that I think I know everything because I don't, but I do understand this situation and losing everything after over 30 years of busting my fucking ass to get it. Not to mention over 30 years of all that time invested with another person that destroyed me. So, Yada, 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 blah, 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 wah, 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 whatever. Pour me, pour me, pour me a drink. Pour me some tequila. How about that? Let's just have a fucking party. Fuck all this shit. How's that sound? Thanks, Ozman. South Ozman. Yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know who brought you up. Maybe it was Chris when he called in last week that floored me. I think, he, I think he's been on your podcast. I think he said that. But he said you were taking a break. Is that true? I don't know. I could have sworn that that phone call. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, from him. Oh, 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 okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. That, um, it's hard to, it's hard to shatter shake me to the core but that fucking did it right there and i'm blaming it all on scarlet that was like what <laughs> that's too even too much for me but um i don't know if i'll go down that realm but people are more than welcome i don't want to deter people from calling in because i'll talk about anything and everything but uh I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I have enough <laughs> that I'm dealing with, and that's not my um, it's not my concern. I'm I only want to address things that I can have the power to uh, deal with or make the decision not to engage in certain things from indoctrination and all that other kind of crap. But there ain't a goddamn thing I can do about time travel and aliens and lizards and planet X and all this other crap. Uh, and nor do I want to find out and then call people out um, because it usually doesn't end up too well for the people that do that. And that's not my intentions. I'm not trying to call people out on anything really. Um, just trying to identify things 
and uh, get this indoctrination um, out of my head because it's all uh, a bunch of lies and a bunch of crap. And that I can, I can make a willful decision not to engage in that um, for me. So, uh, yeah, but the other stuff, that's just way, way too out there for me. I'll let other people handle that one. So, all right. No, I got to go, too. I was just going to say that. So thanks for listening to the show. Share it. If you know anybody in Florida, please share the show with them. They need to hear it. They need some type of reassurance. And more importantly, they need hope. Because I'm going to tell you something, man. When you're in that position, you just think nobody gives a fuck and you have no options. And you do. You just need to um, get your head on straight and think clearly and realize that it is temporary and uh, it won't last forever. But you, you just can't, you just can't even you can't even comprehend that. Because the shock of losing everything is too much. It's way too much. So I got to go. All right. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show. And I'm going to go. Let's see here. I'm going to end the show first on uh, Podbean, Streamer. So I got to go. All right. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show. Uh, Help your brothers and sisters and fellow humans in Florida if you can. And uh, reach out to them or share the show. Uh, Hashtags. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me, Um, but these people need help. And the best way to do that is to make them realize they got everything they need. And that's themselves. So that's it. I'm going to go. Thanks for listening to me. Please share the show. You have been listening to the original red pill show.